0: Welcome to the Everyday Mindfulness Show, where we educate and inspire people to live fuller lives through mindful practices. Let's get started with your host, New York Times contributor, leadership advisor, sought after keynote speaker, the author of the A to Z Guide to Stress-Free Leadership, she's smart, strong, sassy,
1: and a trendsetter in the field of mindful leadership, your host, Holly Duckworth. Welcome, Everyday Mindfulness listeners. I am here today with Darren Tippin, the founder and CEO of Project Humanity. Darren's organization does amazing transformational work in the country of Africa. Darren, thank you so much for being back on the show. I know you were on the show uh, um, several times when Mike was hosting it, and we're so grateful for your generosity to come back on the show and talk about updates in your work and certainly updates in your mindfulness practice. And where are you now? Welcome to the show.
0: Thank you, Holly. I am really glad to be here. Thank you.
1: So we, uh, in preparation for the show, we're talking a little bit about um, how mindfulness can show up in different ways. And I always like to let people share, what is your definition of mindfulness? Let's start from that point of view. I think
0: it's a good question to start with, and certainly for our listeners, mindfulness to me is finding that place of peace in your soul, finding the, um, I call it a plan for your life. And many times we describe or can feel that our lives are, quote, out of control. um, And it's regaining that control in a way that you don't feel that you're responding, but that you're receiving, embracing, but also um, offering clear direction to where you're headed. So for me, that's, it's just a matter of being present in my place, wherever I am, but also knowing that whatever comes, I can handle um, if I take it one step at a time.
1: Ooh, I love that definition. It's so fun getting to I don't know that. if I could
0: repeat that all again. but
1: I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm mean. i already thinking I'm playing back this show to show to type that one up in the show notes, reveal and embrace your clear direction for life and know you can, uh, can handle whatever comes your way. It's such a, such a beautiful definition. And again, that's why this everyday mindfulness show provides us such a great conversation because every person I interview, while we, we kind of on some level, always come back to being present and being your full self. We all have such a beautiful spin on it. Um, So Darren, you're in a a really cool chapter of your life. And I want you to share uh, with listeners, how is mindfulness showing up in your life today? Because you have a cool season happening in your life right now.
0: I do have a cool season. You know, we hear of people who take a quote, sabbatical, or they take time away. And I always wondered, what is that like? I mean, that must be nice. I've had friends that went to study in different places or they went on a vacation. But after 22 years solid of working uh, on the continent of Africa, uh, to step back and give yourself nine months to just listen, to just be. So I'm in this very and at times uncomfortable season of just listening, of being, of thinking what's next and where have I been and what have I done? And I mentioned earlier my definition, we live our lives from one thing to the other as quick as possible. And I've done that and I have felt overwhelmed and I have felt like I was drowning at times, but then to step back and to say, what's next? And what have I learned? And how do I own this moment? that is a challenge for me. So I am in that season. I love it. It's not easy for me because I'm, I'm one of these people that's a go-getter and do and accomplish. So even being here today is a part of that season of just being quiet.
1: So you're taking nine months off in your formal work with Project Humanity. Nine months, is that what you said?
0: Nine months. Nine, nine months to a year, yeah.
1: Wow! Congratulations! What a wonderful commitment to your own self care and self practice. Now, I can I can hear the listeners going, "Yeah, Holly, I can't even take one day off. You can't get a day off yeah, uh, exactly." Uh, but yet, the questions that you're asking, I think, could be explored for somebody who could take an hour off or or half a day off. Um, you, you're starting this, this sabbatical now. What are ways you think, kind of in retrospect? you could share with listeners, if you can't take nine months off like I can, here's what I've learned, and here's one way you could try to do it within the framework of a day or an hour.
0: That is a great question, something I've even asked myself. <laughs> I, to be honest, you know, not often will we have, this may be a once, to be honest, nine months is a once in a lifetime thing. So yeah, the question For the normal everyday workflow that you're dealing with and the pressures on your head and family and church and work and home and whatever you've got, how do you find even that one hour? In fact, one of the reasons I've taken this time off is it's easy to feel overwhelmed. It's easy to feel stressed out, even disenchanted with where you are in your life. And maybe your job asks more of you than you want to give, maybe family pressures. One thing that has been so pivotal in this short time that I've been in this season is to go back to that day in your life, and each of us has these pivotal points where you said yes to the things you love. Maybe it was your career, maybe it was to a calling, especially for folks on the front lines of service and find that moment that you said yes, what happened? What was it you said yes to? Was it a career in helping people through nursing or maybe being a doctor or maybe being a teacher or working in an organization that um, did beautiful work in the world? Um, and somewhere along the way, you may have forgotten why you said yes. So for me, that's the season has been, so if I had an hour, I would even just jot down, I began this journey or career or whatever word you want to use, because, and just in that simple reflection of why am I even at this point? What decision brought me here? Now you may also find that you haven't answered that question, if you could do anything for the world and change it, what would you do? And that's also a great thing to reflect. So I think it's just maybe taking that step back to say, why have I found myself here today? And, and if I am in the right place, What blessings have I encountered? What have I to be grateful for?
1: I I love your your take on mindfulness because I I talk a lot in my keynotes about staying in the question. And that that requires us to be open to, in your languaging, feel the void and Uh, we know nature abhors a vacuum it abhors this void but being willing to sit in the silence of your mindfulness practice and let that answer come from within is so powerful in a world that says if you're not on Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and social media and online all the time and you know 24-7 news cycle um, mindfulness I think can be directly tied to the courageousness of listening to your heart and acting from that place, what a courageous thing you're doing! That's awesome.
0: You know, it's interesting. When you mentioned social media. I—that's one of the areas I've stepped back from. So I've never been hugely involved in social media outside of our immediate work. But to personally step back and then people writing me, "Are you okay? We haven't seen you post anything," and you also realize there's a certain level of genuine concern from people that maybe follow you or. Um, like being connected but that constant barrage of images ideas the political debates that we experience whatever that takes that and occupies our mind to just shut it off it is beautiful
1: and look at the stories you're telling yourself and i'll you know I'll, I'll be honest, the listeners expect nothing less from me that uh, my birthday was in September and I spent that weekend before my birthday. Oh, I'm so lonely and I don't mm-hmm. know anyone. And oh my gosh. And I'm so sad. And why, you know, I, nobody wanted to spend my birthday weekend with me. And I wake up, my birthday is on a Monday this year, and I have 350 messages from around the world. What's, you know, you know what's the story that you're telling yourself about how we? relate on on social media and how we're connecting to people because just as you said if i don't don't reach out people will reach out and so for every every experience it's, it's what's the story we're telling ourselves and do we pause long enough to go well boy that was really a a not so good story i was telling myself the weekend before my birthday because the, the truth is i do have you know a great uh, great family and and friends um here and online that do support our work. And you know, I know you taking nine months off, you have a team that's still doing your work in Africa. They do. So, um, we're talking about NGOs and, and nonprofits and the various principles that you've been able to learn and apply with your work on Project Humanity and, and thinking about now, how can that work transition into the for-profit or the corporate world? And I have a real passion for mindfulness uh, for CEOs and executives. So I'd love for you to share some of those thoughts and how are you um, seeing doors open for you to share that work?
0: That is a great question. It has been interesting because my- all of my adult life has been in the nonprofit or non-governmental organization work. And 22 years of that has been in Africa. So it's been taking teams to assist with some of our long-term projects. And we focus mostly on women's empowerment. But in the NGO or non-government organization work or nonprofit world, there really is this sense at its purest form of people coming together, linking arms, kind of grinding their heels in the the ground and saying, we're going to do something great for the world. It's not going to benefit us financially, but boy, we're going to have hearts overflowing with love and we're going to feel so um, rewarded simply because of the blessings we get back. And it's interesting, that's one thing I have done these last weeks that I've started this sabbatical is just doing lots and lots of research on the for-profit world and some of the struggles from our fortune 500s that are going through trying to rediscover or discover their new dna to small mom and pop shops who have always championed this idea that we are in business it could be whatever it is um, but our community we're also in service to so there have been a couple themes that come and and i think One of the major ones is, um, in the NGO world at least, in my world, I've always challenged people, step outside of your job or your family and take a week away and come with us to Africa and learn these beautiful lessons you can't learn anywhere else. It isn't that they went to Africa to do this, it's that they stepped out of their situation. So I think in the the for-profit world, What a valuable opportunity if you're on vacation, if you're on, if you have a day away, or if you take those times away, most of us don't even take all of our vacation, for example, if you could take a a day and just go be somewhere. Um, That's one of the principles. But I think the other principle is the bottom dollar runs and rules for profit worlds. Totally get it. I understand shareholder value. I understand shareholder return, but I also know that in that process at times, it can seem that the dollar also runs our DNA. So everything fluctuates to that end. And what if you could do both? What if there was a link, a way you could link those values of community building and almost an altruism for the world with an environment that is absolutely driven to a profit and a bottom line and what if you could merge them somehow um, and that's that that balance that I'm I'm seeking to understand now how do you do that and how do you bring those lessons of cooperation and integrity and you know those altruistic as I said principles into a world that's driven many high-paced obviously competitive um, and create a synergy between the two so that's the kind of the thought processes I've been going through.
1: Oh, Darren! You and I are going to have many, many, many more conversations. <laughs> I love that, it on, on this topic. I am, I am in awe of how you live your message, um, s- stepping out of your situation. That you're, you're, you're demonstrating that by by taking a, a nine month sabbatical from a project that you have have birthed and loved and and grown. And then being willing to teach and share and explore mindfully how this can be the both and I I'm I'm in that same question you know where you know looking at look at my my entrepreneurial journey you know you know money is good message is bad message is good money is money is mm-hmm. bad you know the, all of those those inner reactions that uh, you know. Call it God, call it spirit, call it good, call it Yahweh, call it whatever spirit you, you want to connect to. I, I do think that, that it's in all things, and that requires us to say that is also in financial circulation, whether that's in you know American dollars or, or pesos or, or whatever the, or whatever that currency is. It's just simply energy um, circulation and energy in action. So the more corporations and nonprofits can see unity and connection, in message and money and making a difference that's huge i love that um i don't know what i just said there either we were joking earlier i don't know what i just said there but we're gonna have to record that if show back that message money and, and, and meaning it's so cool so you have stepped out fully into your power and and you, you said to me before the show you know part of my mindfulness practice is Um, using that process to step into who you are fully. So we want to know how can we continue to help you uh, do your great work in the world?
0: I appreciate you asking that because I think in this season of my life, it's less about, of course, you can go to ProjectHumanity.com and find out about the wonderful programs that we're working on book deliveries and doing some wonderful uh, training and uh, providing equipment to hospitals and midwives. But I think the challenge I would leave after you visited our website is find a place that you can give four hours a week. Find somewhere you can go for an hour a week. Find somewhere that you step out of your situation into a situation where you're actually giving back. There is something magical unexplainable there is not even a word in our language to describe that feeling that you get inside your soul when you've helped other people I created a word because there isn't a word I call it cathodica and I call it the infinite impact of service there's something that happens in your soul that will not happen anywhere else on this planet not for money not for pay that you can get when you step outside of who you are and with this idea of wanting to be of help or service to others. you can't describe it by a word that we have in the English language that does not exist. So I call it cathodica. So that's what I would say is to help this journey continue is find your place, find that one special place. You may even struggle to do that. It may take you a while. Create your own thing, pay for the person's pizza behind you. There's lots of stories of paying it forward. There's lots of stories of being present even listening rather than talking, that could be your work right now. There are simple things you can do day to day that can write that story for you. To join us, we'd love to have you. There's plenty of opportunities on our website, ways that you can be involved. But in the end, don't we all want that, that in the end of our time, don't we wanna be able to say, I worked hard, I provided for my family, and I left my mark on the world. To me, that is the beautiful ending of any of our lives.
1: Well, Darren, I'm completely speechless and so glad that Mike uh, reconnected us and that you were willing to come back on the show. We want you to know that you are always welcome as a guest here. Keep us up to date on how your sabbatical is going. Any um, personal or professional outcomes that we might benefit from in our own mindfulness practice, uh, we will Put the project humanity website um, as a link to the show and do you have any other final comments for us as we wrap up today's show on stepping outside of your situation to become who you are
0: i would just say to, uh, to all of us myself included take as you mentioned earlier take that one day and step away or an hour or a lunch time and if you feel overwhelmed and only you know how you really feel if you feel overwhelmed if you feel disconnected if there's something speaking that you're not hearing or whatever needs to happen give yourself the space to receive that
1: wonderful well darren thank you so much have a great rest of your day and we look forward to seeing you on another show until then remember that mindful matters and so do you have a great day
0: Thank you for joining us for today's show. For more mindfulness every day, visit everydaymindfulnessshow.com and download the three-day challenge and experience the ABCs of mindfulness.